The word maximize, make as large or great as possible or to make the best use of. Maybe you're feeling stuck, possibly needing a new direction or just need a little motivation to move the needle in your life to get you to the next level and to make the most of your relationships, business, success, and life itself. Well, that's you. Buckle up, strap in, and get ready. The Wolf and the Captain are about to maximize you. Good evening. We're here again for another episode of Maximize You. This is going to be our shorter podcast version, which we're going to interview a few folks. We're going to call it the three-question interview. Tonight we have our co-founder, Mr. Scott Morgan, here with me. Howdy. How you doing tonight, Scotty? Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Better known as the captain in yes, many sir. circles. I don't know if he gets that just because Captain Morgan or last name Morgan, or is it because he went to school in Oklahoma and then, you know, that whole Captain logo? I mean, well, that uh, has nothing to do with mascot it. Mascot I mean, thing, I could, but I you could know. tell you, but he's I mean, a cowboy. I'm sorry, not a captain. My no, I'm, bad. A cowboy. I'm sorry. I apologize yeah, there. The Cajun cowboy. Yeah, I'm a little fuzzy on my college mascot. That's okay. So I apologize there. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's jump right in, Scott. You ready? Please do. You sure? Did you study for this test? Uh, I. I I don't know, but we'll find out, I guess. Pop quiz. I have full faith and confidence in you, buddy. You the man. All right, my friend. First question. What is it that you wish you have lear- would have learned earlier in your life? What was it that I wish I had earned early in no, life? No, learned, not earned. Le- earned? Oh, yeah, because that would have been probably, a lot of money. Yeah, sure. we always would have wanted to start with a million dollars. We would be having this conversation. Right? That's uh, right. That's right. I would have bought an island a long time ago. There you uh, go. Bill Gates, eat your heart out, buddy. <laughs> Um, I, I think that for myself, what would I have learned early in life uh, that I think would have served me better now? Mm-hmm. There are a few things, but I think the biggest thing for me is tenacity. Mm. And, okay. and, 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 that, and it wasn't necessarily something that was taught to me to, be, to, to not be tenacious, to not pursue my goals, but... Early in life, I didn't, earlier in life, just like, just like a lot of folks, uh, didn't really have a whole lot of goals. But I'll give you a couple of great, for instances, growing up as a, as a teenager, I was in scouting. Uh, I was in judo, uh, so some martial arts, uh, you know, just, just things that, that I really enjoyed doing. But with my scouting, never got to Eagle. Got to my life, which was the, the second highest you can get in Boy Scouts, and we did end up <laughs> Moving uh, out of state and actually over to another country, uh, which would not be an excuse because they did have scouting there, mm-hmm. but I ended up just giving up on it. Okay. Uh, really did not keep that in front of me. With my judo, I think I got to my second degree yellow belt, which in that system was just the second rank up and petered out on that and decided, yeah, you know, just so. There were there there are a lot of great for instances that I can see in my earlier life as a teenager and even into my adulthood where I really did not go after something like I should have. So as I as I've hit my forty second lap around the sun uh, last September and as I reflect back on my life, the last couple of years I can see that I've gone after a few more of my goals with a little more with more uh, tenacity. Uh, to, to let my passion drive me a little bit more and not to give up so much. And, and it's really interesting that I think that certain successes, I, I've been able to experience certain successes in my life and in more uh, frequency to, to 
continue to propel me forward and it keeps me hungry for the next thing. Okay. But that's certainly something that was not a part of my fabric early on in life. And I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to blame them, but I was, my folks, I think, had allowed me to, to, to do that and to, mm. to not stick with something and it'll just allow me to, to sort of find my out with that. And again, not blaming them. But I think in hindsight, I wish maybe they had, they had held my feet to the fire a little bit more to help keep me a little more focused. Cool. Uh, recently, my son uh, just passed his his black belt exams for karate. Very good. Very yeah, absolutely. I'm afraid of him. Uh, got the little karate. He's, he is, of course, my own little my, my home security system. So no it's doubt, all, it's all good. He's a little taller than you. So he, he's that, got me by a couple well, inches, yeah. and, and if, when his hair's kind of curly, you know, it's got got a little bit more. <laughs> absolutely, but. With that, there, there was a little stretch where he felt like maybe he wanted to kind of cut out of it. And I thought back on my own life and I went, and I thought to myself, had, what would it have meant to my life had I achieved that Eagle Scout? Something that only 4% of all Scouts achieve in their lives that would have possibly opened some additional doors uh, in my life. Or had I gone further with, say, being in judo or in football, or even when I think back to my college career, uh, my original major if I just just put my nose to the grindstone a little bit more and stayed a little more focused on my career goals at that time, mm-hmm. you know what what would have happened uh, in my own career? And I'm not I can't do what ifs and would have should have could have oh, yeah. because this is where I'm at now. And I certainly the, all the wonderful things that I've been blessed with in my life, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't trade for anything. But I do wish in certain areas, though, that I had I had stayed more focused. So I thought my, with my son and, you know, st- starting to get to a point where maybe he was burning out a little bit, just trying to keep him motivated and Absolutely keep him focused right, on that right. and, and really appealing to the fact that you don't you don't want to go out with regrets in your life. Mm-hmm. And this is this would be a regret that if you don't get to this highest level that, mm-hmm. that you've that you started out as a little white belt years ago, if you don't get to this black belt level, you're going to regret it. And sure enough, he, he stuck it out, and he, he went through several weeks of testing, and, and tomorrow he gets to graduate with his uh, with his black belt. So, awesome. That's fantastic, dude. Yeah. Take so an accomplishment. Absolutely. So tenacity, definitely something I wished I had picked up a lot earlier in life. Okay, gotcha. So it, it also sounds like to me that you did do a little of something, again, I guess learning from what your parents, you said, didn't do with you. You did give him that encouragement. That's right. You gave him the reason why and, and some little things like that. So that's good. I think that's really key today in raising kids is we have to give them some encouragement on what they can do, you know, and just let them learn from our mistakes. I, I love that idea, yep. Scott. Fantastic yep. there. All right, on to number two. So on the flip side of that coin, what did you learn early on that you feel like has helped you be more successful and progress in your life today? I think lifelong learning was something that was instilled on me extremely early in life. My grandfather, I was raised by uh, my mom, my grandparents, predominantly in, in up until about, about seven or eight. Um, I was raised by my mom, my grandparents, and extended family. Uh, we didn't have a family tree. We had a family bush. We had all this family, just a lot of cousins, a lot of everything. <laughs> but my grandparents were very much a primary influence on my life and even stayed so uh, up through their passing when I was in college. Um, so I was able to stay connected with them even through then, and I would go home and visit and stay with them. They, they were all in Oklahoma also when I went to college. But I remember my grandfather saying to me, 
very early on in life, and I don't re- recall what age, but obviously this has stuck with me ever since. My grandfather once said, uh, the only thing that this world can't take from you is your education. Ooh. And that, like that that really stuck with me. And I was raised to be a reader where we had books, you know, the, the Scholastic Book Club. And I would always have these books coming in. <laughs> Remember those? The oh, readers. And I'd have the Disney yearbooks that would come in every year to look forward to. And they... they you know, got me a little magazine subscription. So one of the early magazines I remember getting, it was called Odyssey, which was about uh, space astronomy. Mm-hmm. So they, they really encouraged me to read, encouraged me to learn. And, and my, I remember my grandmother reading to me, my mom reading to me, my aunt reading to me. Those were, those were the three. And to this day, and again, flash forward years later, I've got my own little library at home with with a variety of books on a variety of topics, most of which are either uh, what I would call my faith reading or my personal development reading, business reading. Mm-hmm. But that's something I, I've I, I've always had a book in front of me. And nowadays, of course, now in the 21st century, it's either a paper book or sometimes it's on my Kindle too, which right, I'm right. an ebook, which I'm still a little old school. I like to have that paper and, and that book in my hand. And that's just something that I've, I'm used to, but, but lifelong learning. And I learned this. Yeah. And I, and I learned this also that a college education, and I, I'm certainly never going to frown upon a college education because I think it's important in certain circles. I think what I wish and I have a degree, it's in political science, and that five bucks, that piece of paper and five bucks to get me a cup of coffee at the Starbucks. But, and that's about all, and I'm still paying that back. So <laughs> a lot of cups of Starbucks to the U.S. government. Somebody's expense account is going really well. But, you know, a college education is a fine thing, but I really believe that the bulk of my more, uh, the more useful learning that I've had has come since then. Right. Through my own learning and development. And I really have to credit, and I'll remember exactly where that started, was when I worked for the Scouts. And I mentioned scouting. I was a scout growing up, but I also worked for the Boy Scouts um, for a period of time uh, as a district executive. But I remember going to my two-week initial training uh, sessions in Dallas at the Scout headquarters. And they had their own library of different books as professional development reading. And it was a book called Nuts. And it was about Southwest Airlines. I've read it. Yep. Fantastic book. Great. If, book, if, you yes, never, if, you, if you're into business, any kind of business reading, <laughs> read that book. It's by uh, Jackie. I think it's Jackie Freiberg her, and her husband. But it was a, it was a business book, and it was about Herb Kelleher and the founder, the foundation of Southwest Airlines, and how it grew. And it so piqued my interest in learning about business and companies. And I had absolutely two years prior graduating from college. Uh, with a political science degree, I had absolutely no interest in business whatsoever, which is a shame <laughs> in hindsight. Right. Because I love it now. And I love the study of business and how those dynamics work. But at that time, reading this book <clears throat> about Herb Kelleher and about Southwest Airlines and all the people, all the players that went into that and how they grew, it just, it, it like flipped a switch inside of me. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, I began seeking out learning from from different sources, different folks, one of which was Zig Ziglar. And Zig, and in 2002, 
I'm a name drop. I don't care. Uh, you know, in 2002, <laughs> I'd be proud of it. Yeah, it is. 2002, I ha- I had the pl- privilege of meeting Zig at a, at a scout conference. It was a regional leadership conference, and we shared a stage that day there at the Opryland Hotel. And meeting him, and I, and that's even two years. Fast forward two years from when I first picked up that book, nuts. But getting to Zig Ziglar and having read a couple of his books, meeting him and shaking his hand, and I still look at that picture of me and Zig from 2002, mm-hmm. uh, just a couple of years ago, <laughs> in a more baby faced version of me. And I just remember thinking and seeing him on that stage, thinking that's what I want to do, you know, and learning. And mm-hmm. so, and, we'll, and that, we can come back to that. But the whole idea of learning, lifelong education, I, if I'm going to grow, there's a saying that says readers are leaders yes. and learners are earners. Right. And if I'm going to grow as an individual, uh, if I'm going to grow as somebody who's going to help folks, if I'm going to grow as, as an employee for the company I am now, but also as an entrepreneur and a leader for myself, I have to learn. And there are so many great sources. There's no shortage of information that's out there. And now, thank goodness, we have the innovation of podcasts. Or Absolutely I can go to YouTube right. mm-hmm. and pull up pull up some great videos there. Or or just go down to the book and, and, you know, shoot, most libraries now have it where you can check out a book electronically. You don't even have to go to the library. Yeah, and what's humorous about that, I think about it, is like instead of Encyclopedia Britannica, now it's just Google. Right. Yeah, That's amazing. All I mean, right all there. the information is there. Is. So nobody in this day and age, in 21st century U.S. America, nobody has an excuse to not learn. I agree. And I where, and, and I'm not saying you got to go out and, and start binge reading. Most folks would rather binge watch a Netflix series, and, and I'm guilty. I like a good, a good movie or a good TV series, too. But that's not going to help you grow. That's great for entertainment and to check out, mm-hmm. and it's good to have that sometimes. But if you want to grow as an individual, if you really want to take your skills Absolutely. to the next level, you have to invest in yourself to grow. So I learned that the thing that I learned early on, just I've said a lot, but just to come back to the point, is just lifelong learning. And I have my grandparents to thank for that. And I'll never forget my daughter. My daughter loves reading. And she's a, she just finished her first year at LSU. She's a psych, uh, psychology major. She I remember her saying, maybe back when she was in middle school, saying... You know, you know what helped me. <laughs> this is a, just a, a young young girl saying, you know, what gave me a, a, an edge with school is my parents giving me a love of reading. And mm-hmm. to this day, when she gra- I'm proud to say she'll roll her eyes if she listens to this. <laughs> when she graduated last year from high school, she graduated with the most earned credits of any of her classmates because she not only did her her reg- regular education, mm-hmm. she also took uh, classes dual enrolled. Wow, good for her. So she, yeah, so she so she gets that idea that she's also has to learn and 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 go to, to for outside her. of good. her education. Good. So education, uh, getting that lifelong learning, I think is so important. Awesome, good. Well, look, a quick side question here, along. I just got to ask because I know we've talked about this before, but I don't know we've dug too deep in it. But give me the short answer for what. Was there anything inspirational that Zig said to you? Kind of a one-on-one thing versus not just on the stage kind of thing. And, you know, all? I'm just curious. Yeah, no, and, and, and it wasn't necessarily, uh, you know, they, they say you may never remember what they said, but they'll remember how, uh, you'll remember how they made you feel. Right. Zig made me feel in that moment, and it was really brief when I met him. It was actually, he was trying to, bless his heart, I think he was trying to find his way to the lunch line. And I, <laughs> and I just happened to see him, and I recognized him, and I probably tackled him, and I, I'm a big guy, and he wasn't. So... <laughs> 
but it, but in, in that real brief conversation, I remember shaking his hand and just saying, "Thank you so much for the wisdom that you're imparting and, and the lessons that you're learning." And it, when he was on that stage that day, I, I just remember thinking to myself, "This guy has such a passion, and he's so driven. And in order for him to have shared a lot of what he's what he's sharing with us." He had to learn this, and he had to have mm-hmm. a passion for learning that that equaled, if not exceeded, his passion for development and teaching. Folks. Awesome, yeah. So, uh, so I, yeah, so I really think it was just this idea that the impression that he left with me, Good, not only yeah. from that interaction, but also right. seeing him on the stage. And then I remember meeting his son Tom Ziegler. Richard, you were there too. Yep. Uh, back in April of last year at the uh, Success Live conference in Dallas, Tom Ziegler. Another guy, obviously, he and he is his father's son. He was there in the audience as an attendee. He was not speaking. Right. He was there. He had his name tag kind of tucked in. He was trying to be as inconspicuous as possible. But you know, the geek in, in me recognized him. Absolutely, yeah. And made a beeline for him, and and I shook his hand and thanked him for his father and for his family letting us have his father, so to speak, for all Absolutely, those years. Right. And he said, and I just remember Tom saying that was that was Dad's passion. Yeah. And, That's you know, he, he loved lifelong learning. He loved development. That's good. That's good. Left a great impression. Awesome. awesome. Okay. Well, that's a perfect uh, answer that leads me to my third and final question for this evening. Wow, we're already Scott. there. We great. sure are. Yes. Man, time flies. It does. What is it, Scott, that's fueled your, I guess, your primary sense of passion, purpose? You know, you mentioned fulfillment. I know today in our life today, so many people are talking about find your passion. What's right. your purpose? And I'm a firm believer in that, but I think it's gotten a bit, I don't know if watered down is really the right phrase I want to use, but I think people have gotten a little, you know, in other words, they're not even going to go find a job, they're going to go find their passion right. and dig into it. Right. And I think that's good, but what's your take on that? Give me your you know, uh, your philosophy based on your experience over time. Sure. And I, and I think it's well and good for folks to want to find their passion. I know that there have been jobs I've been sitting in where I'm looking at, com- at a computer screen or I'm talking to somebody and I'm just thinking, what in the world am I doing here? What is this even about? This is so far out of my skill set or so far out of my interest. And th- that's that's a common thought process for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think internally we want to be more, we want more. Sometimes we just don't know how to get there. So for myself, the idea of passion and following your passions I came to this idea, uh, this conclusion that instead of following passions, it just kind of dawned on me. I might have heard it from somewhere, but it dawned on me rather than me following passion, why not just take passion with me? What are the things that what are the things that I'm really passionate about in my life and how can I apply that? So I think of myself and the biggest passion, the thing that that really gives me fulfillment, the thing that really drives me is my stated ambition, my stated goal, uh, which I guess you could drill down into maybe a mission statement, okay. would be helping folks move the needle on their professional and personal lives in whatever form that looks like. And it, and it can be it can be a lot, it can be a little, but my, my idea, and this goes back to sort of a scouting philosophy, is when we'd go camping, the idea was to leave a place better than how you found it. Yep. So I want to mm-hmm. help if I have interaction with folks where I have an opportunity to coach them or to train them or to develop them, I want to leave them in some way, shape, or form better than how I found them, it, how, whatever that looks like. 
So for myself, that it, I realized that there was something within me very early on in life where, where going along with that development, something in me wanted to also pass that information on to other folks mm-hmm. to the point where I remember when I was in high school, and I think I was a sophomore, the high school I attended in California at the time, once a year we'd have a teacher-student switch day. Mm. where the students would take over being the principal or the faculty. And, and I, I was an English teacher for a day. <laughs> and, I actually, and I actually got to be the English teacher for my absolute favorite English teacher from junior high. So I got to do junior high English uh, for a day, which gave me a whole new appreciation for what a teacher goes through because I had to do lesson plans mm. and to submit them to the teacher and she had to, she'd have to approve them. So it was within me very early on to want to teach folks. And, and even through scouting where leadership, a lot of leadership in that capacity taught me uh, how, to, how to teach others, whether it's how to tie a knot or to read a map or to do other things uh, that, that w- would be important maybe um, given certain situations. It, it allowed me to teach them. And then moving forward in my life as an adult, um, there's a verse in, in Scripture uh, in, in the Bible, there's a, the, a book called Ezra. And in Ezra uh, chapter 7, verse 10, it's one of my favorite verses actually in all the Bible. And, it's, and it talks about how Ezra had prepared his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach his statutes and ordinances the people of Israel. And that was my pastor, my college pastors, uh, they call it a life verse. And that was his life verse. And he passed that along to me. And I realized that that was something in my life that I... You know, not only to learn it and to apply it, and the, the application is so important, but also to pass those truths to other people. And I got to, through different jobs I had, even leading to being a full-time trainer, I got to help folks out. And even right. when I was a full-time trainer, teaching computer classes or professional development classes, or even now in sales where I get to maybe teach other concepts or teach folks how to mm-hmm. use their, you know, to use the product that we sell and that we can offer to them. Uh, you know, it's it, it fuels me and it drives me. And the thing that makes me feel the best, and when I, I remember when I was a full-time instructor looking at evaluations, it wasn't, you know, how many fives out of five did I get? That really didn't matter because people will circle a five, you know, and it's just to get out the door. But it was the actual comments and, and to really and to yeah. find the comment that said, I really learned a lot. And what did mm-hmm. I learn specifically? I really learned a lot. That really moved me and drove me and fuels me to want to continue to do those things for folks. So that's my passion is, is good, the man. fulfillment I have in developing awesome. other people. That's yeah. awesome. And that's good. And I think, you know, you, you nailed it with the Ezra quote. but And maybe that's where our friend Jim Rohn got it from because I remember him and his conversations. He says, whatever you believe, study it, practice, and teach it. A lot, of, a lot of what he got you know? came out of came out of oh, scripture. Oh, so. I know it did come out of the good book for sure. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, great, Scott. Well, I appreciate your time this evening. I uh, appreciate you and the fact that you're helping us get this podcast up and going and founded. And we're gonna we're looking forward to many more sessions and many more podcasts down the road to where we can help motivate, inspire, and help other people aspire to be better in their lives, in their families, in their careers whatever they're doing, but they've become better people and grow and, and move the needle in their lives, just like you mentioned earlier. Absolutely. So That's what we're so here much. for. Yep, my pleasure. All right, guys. Well, where can we find you out there, Scott? Tell you, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Scott Morgan. Uh, that's the best places. And then I'll uh, also our MaximizeU.net website. You can find a little more uh, about me as well. Awesome, awesome. Well, we look forward to getting out there and seeing you guys reach out. Again, if you folks have any comments for us, good, bad, or indifferent, 
leave them below the uh, podcast and let us know so we can improve, help you develop and grow in your life and your world. Absolutely. MaximizeYou.net is out. Have a great night. Cheers.